patrons, welcome to another Aufe Bunga Bunga Reading Club. It's Thursday, the 1st of July. This is Alex Hochuli. I'm here with uh, Phil Cunliffe and George Hoare, and we're all in a really bitchy mood. Uh, we've just spent the warm-up to this, just completely bitching at each other. Now we're going to try to pretend we all get along and are on the same page about a book that uh, we evidently aren't. So uh, with that said, I'm going to pass over to Phil because it's his uh, episode this week, or this month rather. Thanks, Alex. Thank you for that delightful introduction. Also, they, they were complaining about me being too academic, so I'm going to try and show them, like, share this like uh, like a proper seminar. Um, no, that was a joke. So um, we're not like in the same academic place. academic joke. Yeah, very academic joke. It's true. That was lame. Okay. I'll, I will accept that was lame. Generally, my humor is much better than the other two, but on that occasion, it was... Um, it was subpar, and I apologise to the listeners. I think, I think if you have to say that, it maybe undermines your point. But let's let's um, we have a lot to discuss. Listen, I'm think... the funny guy here, <laughs> guys. Anyway, go on, go on. Anyway, anyway, we're not all in the same place though. Alex is still in the UK, but we are based in our um, respective locations at the moment, um, and we're here to talk about Michael Lint's The New Class War: Saving Democracy from the Metropolitan Elite. Michael Lint is an American constitutional theorist, um, professor, academic. Um, the book was published by Atlantic Books, and it came out in 2020. So it's um, very much of the moment. Um, I wanted to explain a bit why Michael Lint was chosen. So George, in fact, read it first. Um, but I thought it would be good to read once I read it. Um, I thought it would be good to read for the podcast because I think it's on... It's on many of the things that we've been talking about for a while um, in terms of the political instability that's come in the wake of the global financial crash, the failures and I suppose the crumbling away of um, political neoliberalism as a particular kind of order. It's squarely set on the Western world, the advanced democracies, um, uh, the US, obviously, uh, Western Europe, Australia, Japan and so on. Um, and that it is unabashedly, unashamedly pro-democratic. It puts the interests of the majority um, and the attempt to, it seeks to reconstruct a, a, a universalistic, at least on its own terms, and majoritarian concept of politics against the, the narrow, technocratic, neoliberal and identity-based forms of politics that it, identi you know, that it uh, criticizes. Um, but it comes from someone who is also a self-described Michael Lint. Is a, he's a Catholic social theorist, um, a self-avowed, I mean, a very kind of forceful, a self-avowed Democrat and also a self-avowed nationalist. He's a critic of Trump, um, but was obviously sympathetic to some of the political um, demands that Trumpism embodied. And I think all of that makes it very interesting. And in particular, that um, it's a Catholic social theorist, a self-avowed nationalist who is so strongly framing their politics in terms of a class struggle and even a class war as the title of the book goes. So these are some of the reasons I wanted to read it. And, in, and on top of which I thought it was very good. Um, and I think that, that alone makes it worth reading. So what did you think, George? Well, I mean, the way that you presented it, it made it sound like I'd read it and then you read it and you were like, I've got this great idea, actually, let's do it on the reading club. Um, well, no, but, but I was, there wasn't, I mean, the point is you read it before me, but you didn't propose it for the read for the reading mm, club. Mm, so. We can agree to disagree on that, on that point of, of, of history. Um, but no, I thought it, I, I, I read it, you know, in I think in like two sittings or something and really 
enjoyed it. I thought it was a, I'm not sure I quite agree with some of the, the description that you, that you gave. And I think when we can get into um, the solution that he proposes, I think it was, it really made me think. And I, I have to say, I think the diagnosis makes kind you think of, hashtag. Uh, is that a hashtag? Um, well, yeah, it did. It makes made, made me think, forced me to think. Um, but the diagnosis, the, I thought the setup was brilliant. And I think that's, you know, to, to see, to read a kind of a playing back of the, in such a short condensed form, a playing back of the politics of the past, you know, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, I thought it was brilliant. So yeah, I, I, um, I'm looking forward to discussing it with the two of you. I thought we were all going to be on the same page and it was all going to be like, oh, this is actually going to be kind of boring because we all think it's so good, but we, we don't. We have a we have a dissenter who. Needs I mean, I, to Alex, out. Alex is in the minority here, standing against the majority. So the Menshevik, yeah, go for you know, it. The mm. Remainer, the woke tard in the room. So go on, Alex. Tell us, tell us why Whoa. democracy no. is bad. You you guys are uh, eulogizing a book that is in favor of class peace and buying class peace at all costs, uh, and I am critical of the book for that. Um, it's called a new class war, and it's an argument for diffusing class war. Now. I think that the book is it's it's reading and understanding of the political conflicts of today is more or less spot on. Uh, and in that regard, it, we tread a lot of similar ground. Like in our book, um, I think we do it better. But you know, um, similar similar sort of ground. I think he's you know correct in his diagnosis of populism as a symptom um, of of the problems today. But ultimately, his argument is a conservative one, as you'd expect. I mean, I'm not outraged by that as if I, I was expecting something different. Um, but it's a fairly conformist social vision uh, and, in, and a desire to return to a past, which I don't think is possible. And so that's where I find the limitations are. So basically, I thought it's either correct, but not that interesting for me, maybe because I'm just too too close to these things we've been discussing it's for a long know, time. You know everything. A, it's yeah, because you're such a great genius. No, but we, it's, it's things we've been discussing. So to have it replayed back to me is not so interesting and enlivening. Um, and then there was other stuff which I found more interesting, but which I disagreed with. So that that was my take. Yeah, no, I think I think your, your point about the overall political project and the idea of class peace, that's definitely something we need to, we need to get into. Yeah, I, I, mean, think, so... I think that's what makes it contradictory. And I think it will fail on its own terms for that I reason. But anyway, that's, that's, let, let's go. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash We'd love to have you.